The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And in honor of the Masters, we're giving away a tailor-made driver. Just go to sg.pn masters or click the contest link in the SGPN app. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Join with our host, we got Joel Meyer and Ryan Gilbert. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing good. Just off a, uh, a perfect tank weekend for the Flyers. Back-to-back must-lose games against the Sabres. Blue, both, blue leads in both games. So you love to see it there. Now just uh, three points ahead of Seattle, who has two games in hand heading into Monday night. So hopefully that uh, Flyers can keep dropping a little bit, but I'm excited to see how uh, Joel is doing now after Lent is over. Oh, baby. Pretty damn good, yeah. man. <laughs> Had a nice weekend back on the booze. Had a, a successful but frustrating golf tournament with uh, Cantley and Spieth in the playoff there. I had Cantley, but uh, once again, he fails. He he did the same thing against Scotty Scheffler, made it to the playoff there, but that's, uh, yeah, two in a row now for him, losing in a playoff, so he's not very clutch. But otherwise, doing fucking fantastic, you know. Uh, it was a very up-and-down weekend, actually. Uh, other than the golf, that put me ahead, but everything else is kind of balanced out. It's funny, you, you wager, like, thousands of dollars, and you think you're in the hole the whole weekend, but then at the end of the day, it's like you scrape you scrape even, so it's, it's funny how that works. <laughs> Yeah, I had a. I'm kind of with you, man. I had a good weekend on golf. Uh, I had both Jordan Spieth and Patrick Cantlay. So going in the OT, I was like, shit, do I cash out? Nah, my girl convinced me to ride it out, take the 300. However, I had a heartbreak, gentlemen. I had, I don't know if you guys watch any NASCAR or not. I had Tyler Riddick at nine to one in NASCAR. I was poised to make 300 bucks. That fucking asshole Chase Briscoe spun him out of <laughs> the last quarter. I was so pissed, dude. You don't even know. 300 bucks out the fucking window because that nerd can't fucking or slid right into his ass. I don't know. That sucked. Either way, we're up on the weekend, but we could have been up a lot more. Uh, that's such a bummer. But shout out to the boys on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast for uh, recommending that Tyler Riddick pick. Uh, could have hit, should have hit, didn't pick or hit, but that's okay. Uh, all right, we'll move down here. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's your information. They got all the information there. Like I said, just talked about it. NASCAR, man. I got the information there on that site. That gave me a good hit. Uh, the golf podcast is kicking ass. MLB has been firing. Uh, NBA playoffs are rocking and rolling. NHL is kicking. We're just about to playoff time, boys. I'm pretty excited. MMA, everything's there, man. So go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, and of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group has been popping off. The Undertaker's been firing up in there. And uh, always good to see that place bumping, man. So if you're not in the Slack group, get your asses in the Slack group. Doesn't cost you anything. Good to see some uh, familiar faces and good to see some new faces as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling even better now, actually, that I uh, checked our reviews. We have a new one. So uh, stay tuned oh, for that at the end what? of the show there. Breaking news. And, <laughs> and yeah, if you want to also re- uh, leave her a five-star rating review for us, you can search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. A quick link for Apple is sg.pn slash hockey. And for Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. And uh, let us know what you think about us. And you can follow us on Twitter as well, at hockey sgpn. 
All right, we'll move down into our last shows. Uh, more locks, dogs, and totals here. Ryan, you had a good day, buddy. Why don't you uh, why don't you kick us off here, my man? Yes, I did. First time in a, in a while here. Hit hit in my lock. I had the Canucks team total over four plus one ten against the Coyotes. They had uh, six goals after the end of the second period. So that that cashed pretty easily. My dog was the Oilers puck line plus two twenty against Nashville. That was an easy four nothing win there. My total, I had the Capitals team total over three and a half, plus 155. Got a little bit greedy there. They, they did get three in the end against Toronto, but lost 7-3. But still, uh, a two-in-one show with uh, hitting two pretty big dogs there. For myself, I had the Sharks against the Blackhawks. Uh, they were down two goals in the third period. Uh, but every time, bat, every time I bet on the Blackhawks and they have a multi-goal lead, they, they, they bail and lose. But unfortunately, that didn't happen this time. They, they beat the Sharks in a shootout, so just some bad luck there. And uh, my dog was the Devils team total over two and a half, plus 120. I'm struggling to remember who they played, but, uh, Dabs. But, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Three to one, three to one. That game was so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Francis was a net there. He played well, so, uh, they didn't get that. Uh, Devils fucked me again. Total was the Knights team total over two and a half, which did hit comfortably. They uh, beat the Flames, I think. So that was a, a nice, easy winner. Uh, it was a great day. Just uh, bad on my, um, my lock dog total picks here. All right. For my lock, I had none other than the Toronto Maple Leafs puck line, not regulation, not money line, puck line against Washington Capitals plus 155. That hit 7-3 win for the Leafs there. What a big win. Uh, dogs. This was a stupid pick. I had Arizona in regulation plus two eighty five against Vancouver. Uh, what happened to that game? Oh yeah, Vancouver won seven one. So <laughs> I should be deducted even more points for that pick, but that's okay. Uh, my total though that hit as well. I had San Jose and Chicago over five point five minus one twenty five. I told you that was a low line, and uh, sure enough, it was a five four game. Chicago going into overtime, so that more than hits. Uh, after the day, I was up 2.9 units. Ryan was up 3.4 units. And Jolie, why don't you uh, tell the fine folks what happened to you that week? Minus 2.2. But you know what? Okay, first of all, I got to give you credit. You had two fine picks there uh, with the Toronto and uh, that over five and a half, five and a half there. But your dog pick must be the worst pick <laughs> in the history of this show. I told you, you're off the rails with your freaking fish-eating dog story. I mean, that was just, I knew something was off there, and sure enough, they got demolished. So uh, good job on the other two, but that one is just, uh, oh, man. Brian has the right idea. He got, he got money on that, at least. Smart man. Smart man. Fair enough. I'll give you that one. Uh, all right, well, let's move down to our NHL news discussion topics here. We got a couple things coming out of the uh, the NHL here, a couple goalie uh, information, if you will, especially coming close to playoffs. This is some pretty big news. We'll start things off in Carolina here. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes goaltender Frederick Anderson battling a lower body injury. He's to be reevaluated in one week. Now, get this out here. Hear me out. He had his tests, his MRI, and everything came back negative. And still, he's got to be reevaluated in one week. This is the same bullshit Freddie pulled last year with the fucking Leafs. I love this guy to death. This guy's an unreal goalie. He's an absolute beauty off the ice. But, like, throw a fucking set of balls and play the goddamn game. I don't care if you're a little bit of hurt. You got to play the game, man. He did the same shit last year, like I said. And still, our, our fucking tests are coming back negative. Nothing's wrong. Oh, I still got to miss a week. I don't know how I feel about this, boys. This is uh, the last thing Carolina needs. Typical for a former Leaf there to kind of kind of play soft there, I guess. But yeah, the the, the, the Canes called up this uh, this guy. Uh, hopefully, I don't butcher his name. Peter Kolchikov. One more time. Uh, Peter <laughs> Kolchikov. From from he was in the KHL last year. AHL this year. He's thirteen one and two. Nine twenty one save percentage. Uh, KHL this season. He had a nine twenty six save percentage. Ten ten. Who did he play so. for? Uh, the Torpedo Nizhny Oh, Torpedo Nizhny Nokork. Pyotr Kakinikov. Okay, there, there we go, yeah. So <laughs> I wish I could read this guy's name so I can correct you, too. I'm sure you're butchering it. I like Kakinikov. Kakinikov. I right. looked up the pronunciation on Hockey Reference, and that's what I was going based off of. <laughs> There's his name. Uh, he's been pretty good. <laughs> Uh, Antti Ranta has been a solid backup for them. I mean, we've we've talked about how Carolina kind of has that good defensive system in front of them already, so they should be able to hold up anyway. But 
yeah, hopefully Anderson's back for the playoffs, and hopefully he's back sooner than that for my uh, Hurricanes to win the Metro future to come through. Yeah, I'm kind of town here. Uh, this is like uh, the Paul George situation, right? He suddenly tests positive for COVID in their eve of their play-in game. It's like, who the fuck's getting COVID tested these days? <laughs> he's the only one in the <laughs> last three months, and he gets to miss that that crucial game. So, yeah, it's a little weird. You know, you got to play through this stuff. Uh, yeah, he's, he's afraid of the big big moments, I guess. You know, no. I mean, he was great for the Ducks, actually, in the playoffs, but... Ever since going to Toronto, he, he kind of had that problem. I mean, uh, I don't trust a Russian in that they're either just coming in, but Antti Ranta's had some uh, some good history too. So this this could be a blessing in disguise. You know, if, if Anderson uh, can't handle the big moments, maybe uh, Antti Ranta, he's a veteran, he can step in and do the job. I mean, you don't need to be a great goalie to play in the hurricane system either. Uh, so as long as he's he can put up average, average numbers, then uh, they'll be in good shape. Yeah, good point. But it sounds like Joel's been let down by uh, Russian Kaknatov once or twice in his day. Uh, moving down to the next thing here. Uh, move coming out of Vancouver. It looks like Brock Besser is set to return tonight against the Dallas Stars after missing five games. Uh, this guy's been out, like we said, for five games. Canucks are struggling. They're technically still in the chance to make the playoffs. However, they're going to have to go on a run here and have to get some good luck. But still getting Brock Besser back doesn't hurt the chances here. What do you think, gentlemen? Yeah, wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec. Are you accusing me of having vodka dick? <laughs> I didn't say it, you did. <laughs> uh, yeah, Canuck, Canucks aren't going to make the playoffs, so this isn't really uh, big news. Uh, Bo Horvat's also out for them now, so they're kind of trading trading back and forth. They kind of probably need to close to win out to make the playoffs. But yeah, Brock Bresser's a good guy to get back for them. Yeah, it's uh, you need Bo Horvat though. He's the thing that makes them all click. I mean, Brock Besser is very much uh, like a momentum player. He's hot. He'll be sniping things in, but if he's not hot, then he's gonna be missing everything and just breaking up the play. So yeah, good to get him back. But the the bigger miss is Bo Horvat. So uh, I've got my doubts the Canucks will get back in. He's got nice hair though. You got to give that to Besser. Uh, moving down to our last thing on the docket here. News coming out of Pittsburgh, and this is pretty uh, pretty prevalent here, boys. Looks like Tristan Jari is week-to-week out with a broken foot a week before playoffs. That's a tough look, man. This guy's been an absolute stud all year. Pittsburgh looking to make a run. They, I had them pegged as a nice sleeper team to do some damage in the playoffs here. It's going to be hard for them to do so without Tristan Jari in between the pipes for him. Yeah, he's, he's week-to-week. The playoffs are, what, two weeks away now, so hopefully for the penguins it's not more than two weeks but i mean broken foot you never know guys can play with that maybe get get it get get a shot or something there hockey players play through anything you know but if you can't go it's going to be casey DeSmith, who has been pretty awful for them and uh, louis Domingue called up to back him up luckily no uh russian goalie called up so i can butcher his name too but yeah talent's at it you the the penguins were kind of a sleeper there in the metro in the east and, and they still can be if jari comes back but that's going to be a situation definitely to watch out for Definitely a big loss. Uh, the Hurricanes have that system that a that goalie can step into and be okay, but the Penguins, not so much. They need good goaltending. Uh, their defense is not nearly as good, so yeah, that's trouble. You don't want to have the uh, Smith uh, being the main guy in that for them. Make sure to get down on the Wins Bet $10 Win $200 promotion, where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And, of course, don't forget to get involved in their same-game parlays with the Win's own build-your-own-bet feature. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Just in time for the NBA playoffs, SGPN is giving away $500 in their bracket challenge. Completely free to enter, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA playoffs or hit the contest link in the SGPN app for your chance to win $500. It's a hectic time of the year. Between weddings, graduations, spring sports, and more, we're busier than ever right now. And sometimes we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second to enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light, because you deserve a beer that's made to chill. You know, the playoff push is happening right now, and you know when there's close games, you just got to take a moment to chill. And Coors Light is the beer for that. 
There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment, made to chill. When I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, boys. We uh, That covers up our news and uh, discussion topics here. We got a 10-game slate set for Tuesday, April 19th. Gentlemen, Jolie's drinking again. Ryan's ready to go. His flyer's got nothing else to lose. He's a reckless man with reckless abandon. Boys, are we ready to fucking go here or what? Oh, yeah. All right. Kicking things off at the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Detroit on the money line sitting at plus 400. Tampa Bay money line minus 530. Massive home dogs. Tampa Bay on the puck line sitting at minus 190. The over under itself is at 6.5. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Boys, how do you find money here? Like, do, do you sprinkle maybe the plus 400 for detroit to do some damage do you take a detroit reverse cowgirl line i don't know maybe tampa bay team total has got to be the only way i don't know it's got to be sitting on like 3.5 maybe 4.5 that's probably your best bet here is tampa bay team total and maybe throw like a Braden point is he is he playing if he is throw him with a shot on goal total yeah, first of all, I want to uh, address this. We addressed this in the Slack, but just taking an underdog on the puck line is not the reverse, not the reverse puck line. It's just taking the puck line on the underdog. Jo- Joel agrees with me there. I don't like that. I like the reverse <laughs> cowgirl line. Fuck you guys. <laughs> but yeah, the, the the money here, you have to look Detroit's way somehow. I don't mind them. Uh, plus, you can get plus two and a half at minus one ten around there. Plus oh, one and a half, pl- plus one sixty around there. I mean, Tampa Bay's kind of been struggling recently. They they lost to uh, well, nothing to Dallas. They went to overtime against Anaheim. They they lost to Boston, lost to Washington, lost to Toronto. So lost in a shootout to Montreal. So they're playing a lot of close games. Detroit's clearly not that great. They beat Carolina three nothing in Carolina. So maybe take Detroit puck line plus one and a half, plus two and a half. Or just just take Tampa Bay on the cuck line, but minus one ninety isn't isn't worth anything. So if anything, I would lean to Detroit puck line. Yeah, it's uh, no more reverse puck line shit. If you're gonna say that, <laughs> at least call it the reverse Calgary. We're all down with that. Uh, <laughs> I did this one. Okay, okay. Well, going forward, going forward, that's the only. Uh, okay, okay, deal. All right, for this one. I don't understand this line. It's way too fucking high. Minus five thirty for the Lightning. I mean, they've been. <laughs> They've been uh, like a, a broke-ass ship into port here going to the playoffs. They're not a good team right now. Uh, I know, obviously, their wings aren't either, but minus 530, I don't think that that is a fair number. There's only value on Detroit here, but I don't know if I've got the balls to do it. But one thing I would like is the the Red Wings team to have over one and a half at minus 160. I think that that is the play here. Uh, they could still score some goals. You can't trust them to keep out. Fewer than five or six, but uh, they can at least get a couple here. So that'd be my best bet for this one. Uh, in that vein, maybe the over six and a half here. Uh, I know Vasilevsky hasn't been great either. And if it's Elliott, uh, even less so. So, yeah, either the over or uh, Detroit team total for me. Or maybe just a little sprinkle on plus 400, depending on your uh, risk tolerance. Ooh, spicy mans. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. slide here. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Minnesota on the money line sitting at minus 275. Montreal money line plus 235. Uh, Minnesota on the puck line sitting at minus 105. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh, boys, I love Minnesota puck line in here. This is the team shaping off for playoffs, you know. Maybe uh, maybe kick this off. They're on a currently only on a one-game winning streak, but they can put a nice win against the Habs here, get some uh, momentum going into the playoffs, uh, maybe go with like a three-, four-game winning streak to wrap things up a little bit. That would be nice. Uh, last time these teams did play, it was a massive 8-2 to two win for Minnesota. So I love Minnesota on the puck line here at minus 105. Uh, I think they can do some damage, man. Uh, th- I think the value, if you're taking Minnesota, is the puck line because minus 275 on the money line, but only minus 105 on the puck line. Maybe you could e- 
even get even money somewhere. It, it's not a bad look, but Minnesota screwed me on the uh, puck line at home the other night against San Jose. That went to overtime. They played three straight overtime games. So maybe this is a line that's too big for Minnesota. Maybe look Montreal's way at home. Minnesota's only 20, 14, and 5 on the road. So that's 20 and 19, just one more win than loss. But yeah, Montreal's just not the same right now. I mean, they are the same. They're, they're, they just showed kind of a spark back when St. Louis took over and, and Caulfield has been playing well. But they're not playing that well right now. So Minnesota puck line probably is the best play. But if, if you want to look to the, to the Habs at plus 235, it's not a bad sprinkle. For once, the Canadians are the uh, healthier team here. I mean, the Wild, they got a few injuries at Greenway and uh, Dumba out being the main guys. Oh, and Marcus Foligno, well, he's apparently got an illness of some kind. Uh, the Canadians, they got some guys back with Gallagher and the like, but you can only look Minnesota's way. I mean, the Canadians have been awful this season, uh, or not this season, this month, uh, after, you know, Martin St. Louis' magic fell off. You know, that dead coach bounce doesn't last forever. So <laughs> uh, I like the wild here for sure. Uh, I would take their team total over five and a half. I mean, um, or five and a half, three and a half at minus 150. So because they can score goals and the Canes, uh, they give up a lot of goals. So I think that's the safest play here. But uh, if you want, you can take the puck line at a better number, minus 105. I don't think that's bad, although the the wild, ha- like you said, have a, a bad habit of, of, of like, uh, playing down a team's level. That's why they end up in these overtime games. So, or they get down early, then they have to come from behind, that kind of thing. So I think the team total for the wild over three and a half is the best look in this game. All right. Head on down to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Games itself is in Toronto. Uh, Philly on the money line sitting at plus 360. Toronto money line minus 450. Leafs on the puck line at minus 165. Over under is at 6.5. Over paying off minus 130, the under plus 100. Okay, obviously you got to go the over. I know it didn't, the over didn't hit last Leafs game. That's okay. But boys, you got magic hands, Martin Jones and net here. He's going to be swiping at pucks that don't even exist. He's going to be seeing ghosts out there. Over 6.5. We're hoping the Leafs shell him. Now, Matthew sat out last game. I guess uh, he tore a little something or not tore something, but had a little uh, nagging injury in the Ottawa game two nights ago. Hoping he'll be back from Philly. This guy's still two goals away from 60, so he's got to be licking his chops at this game here. So I do like the over, especially if Matthews does play. Um, other than that, maybe Leafs team's total here. I don't know. Even the puck line minus 165 isn't really jumping out at me too much. So team total and the over, I think. Oh, I'm going to need uh, quite a few cold ones tomorrow night to, uh, <laughs> to watch this one. I said in the Slack of the night, Flyers are just a money-printing machine, as long as you bet against them, because here, here's their defenseman, four of their six defensemen for uh, tomorrow night, likely. I'm not making these names up. Igor Zamula, Kevin Connaughton, Keith Yandel, and Ronnie Adderd are four of the six defensemen, along with Ivan Provorov and Travis Sanheim. Just a bunch of injuries all over the place. Carter Hart's probably done for the year. So, yeah, Martin Jones going to be playing. I'm looking at the over. I'm looking at the first period over. It's hit in seven of ten Flyers games and eight of ten Leafs games. And I'm looking at the Leafs, Leafs team total, but it's tough to find value there because the over four and a half is minus 110. But the Flyers have allowed four or more in five straight, six of seven, ten of twelve, five or more in three of five and seven of fourteen. Toronto scored four or more in three straight and ten of twelve, and five or more in eight of twelve, including six or more in six of those games. So Toronto's been scoring. Flyers have been giving up goals. So look look to the over, team total over, first period over, whichever way you want to take it. You said the Sabres were a money printing machine, and I said, as are the Flyers. Hmm. Yeah, so you're stealing yeah. shit from me again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I this... you weren't drinking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, my uh, my belligerent self is back. Uh, it's like with Sharky coming. What is like bitter like a Meyer lemon or something like that. Uh, anyway, this line is a uh, pretty fair, I guess. Minus four fifty. Uh, that's about what the Leafs should be here. Because uh, the the Flyers are no good, and of course they got all those injuries and shit. Uh, if Austin Matthews doesn't go though, then then maybe it's a little more value on Philly. But right now, it's, it's tough to do uh, the over because then you're relying on the the Flyers to score, and uh, Jack Campbell looks to be better now that he's come off his injury. So this is a tough one to call, to be honest. If anything, you got to go that way though. Over two and a half Flyers goals at plus one forty is the only thing that I would back at these current numbers. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, Toronto puck line minus 165, but this is a tough one to call right now. So uh, I'm just going to go with the old standby. Toronto opponent, team total over two and a half, plus 140. Dude, I actually really like that. I was about to ask, what's the uh, Philadelphia team total at? What do you say? It's two and a half, and what's it paying? Plus 140. Plus 140. Like, to me, this is a typical Toronto, we got to get Jack Campbell going, pump his tires game, and what do the Leafs do whenever they set to achieve any goal? They fuck it up, all right? So this is going to be like a a 7-4 game or something stupid like that. Uh, I don't hate that Philadelphia team total play either. All right, heading down to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Uh, Winnipeg on the money line at plus 175. New York money line minus 200. Uh, Rangers on the puck line sitting at plus 120. The over-under is at 6. Overpaying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Uh, potential under game here, boys. Uh, if we have Hellebuck and Shesterkin going at it, the number's at 6. I don't hate that, man. The push is in play. Uh, paying off minus 120. Two great goalies with Shesterkin and Hellebuck, like I said. Uh, Winnipeg has been struggling as a team. Um uh, part of me wants to take a bit of a gamble here on the Jets, too. Like, I would love, love, love to see the Jets just pump up the Rangers 4 nothing or something like that, bring Hellebuck's goals against average and save percentage down. But uh, I don't see it happening. But I'll sprinkle a half unit on the Jets. And But my big play here will be the under six. I absolutely love the Rangers here. Winnipeg is, is not playing well recently at all. They've lost six of their past eight, only beating Ottawa by one and Montreal by two. Uh, Rangers have won five of their past six, only lost coming 4-2 to Carolina. Outside of that, in those five wins, they out outscored those teams 19-2. They're coming off back-to-back 4-0 shutouts, beat the Senators 5-1, beat Pittsburgh 3-0, and beat the Devils 3-1. So they're really limiting the opposition goals there. So I do like the under, but I like I like the Rangers even more. I can get down with the under here. Uh, the Hellbuck and Net and just Durkin and Net. But uh, yeah, the, the Jets—they're—they're they're no longer flying high. They're going down low. They're crash landing. They're not making the playoffs, and they're playing like <laughs> it. Uh, they've totally given up hope. Um, and the Rangers—they played very well since the trade deadline, right? So, uh, earlier on, it was all about just Durkin, but now it's more of a team game from them. Uh, not just the power play, but scoring five and five as well. So uh, yeah, Rangers here in regulation, or maybe uh, Rangers and under six, six and a half parlay would be a, a good look in this one. I think that that's correlated. All right, heading down to the 7.30 p.m. slot here. We're keeping things in New York. We got the Florida Panthers against the New York Islanders. Game itself is on the island. Uh, Florida money line sitting at minus 200. Islanders money line at plus 175. Florida on the puck line, plus 120. Over under is at six point five. Over paying off minus one hundred twenty. The under plus one hundred. Gentlemen, Bwong. Bwong. y'all know what that sound is, right? We're taking the fucking under. The Undertaker's back in line. Six point five is a lot of goals here. Uh, if Sorokin's playing, or if it's Varlamov, I guess it should be Sorokin. Uh, I like him, man. This Russian kid. It's, you got two Russians going out of here. Sergey Bobrovsky, Ilya Sorokin. They're both trying to hold down the fort here. Bobrovsky's been a stud this year. We all know what Ilya can do as well. Um, yeah, under 6.5 paying off plus 100. If you can get out of this first period with only one or two goals, I think we'll be in good shape. But as long as uh, New York can handle that Florida Panthers offense coming out the gate pretty hot, I think we should be good here. So I love the under plus 100. I think that's the money in this game. Yeah, Taking the under in any Panthers game is kind of risky. They've had the total set at seven in a lot of recent games, but on the road, they've played more more lower-scoring games than, than at home. Beat Detroit 6-1 in Detroit, 4-1 in Nashville. So last two road games, limited in opposition. They're kind of trying to tighten things up heading into the playoffs, and the Islanders are, are typically a more defensive team, especially at home. So I, I don't mind that under at all, under 6.5 at, at even money. It seems like to be a good look. I do lean to Florida, but I do I do uh, I'm wary of the Road Panthers coming out, so I don't mind the Islanders at plus one seventy five. So the under is my best play here, under six and a half plus one hundred, and I would lean Florida, but only slightly. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll join you guys in that under. I think that is the the better play. I mean, the Panthers can obviously score whenever they want to, but uh, that that's more the case at home. And, uh, yeah, this is a huge clash of styles, right? The Panthers all out offense. The Islanders just want to slow the game down, break it up. So uh, I, I said the other game was correlated. This one even more so. I think the Panthers win this game. 
It likely goes over, but if the Islanders win this game, it'll be under. And for that reason, I do lean the New York's way, given the fact that the Panthers are no, not as good on the road as they are at home, of course. But, and the Islanders have been playing some damn good hockey uh, in the past few weeks, even though they're already pretty much, well, they are officially eliminated now. But uh, uh, yeah, the Islanders here. And under six and a half, plus 100, I think I'll agree with you boys on that one. Might even play that myself. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens in their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world, world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right, heading on down to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the Boston Bruins against the St. Louis Blues. Pretty good game on the docket here. Game itself is in St. Louis. Uh, Boston on the money line sitting at plus 115. St. Louis on the money line minus 135. The over-under is at 6. Overpaying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh, Ryan, what are you thinking here, bud? We just saw this game uh, last week. It was the slack game there, depending on the goalie's injuries. Krug is back. Uh, Pasternak's still out. Uh, Allmark is out as well, so it's going to be Swayman, or as my autocorrect said, the Swagman for Boston, who <laughs> has not been playing too well as of late. Uh, Boston as well. Lost three or four for the past six. St. Louis is really on a run here. They've won, won nine in a row. Uh, what's that? 10, 11 of the past 12, with the one loss being an overtime in Edmonton. So I think St. Louis at home here, you kind of have to lean that way at only minus 135. Also looking at the first period over, it's hidden eight of the past 10 Boston games, seven of the past 10 Blues games, and there were three goals scored last week. So I like the first period over, and I like the Blues here a lot at minus 135. Yeah, it's another tough one to call. I mean, uh, the Bruins have been up and down lately, whereas the the Blues have been actually playing pretty good hockey lately. You have to give them credit. Uh, won a few games there in a row, and of course pummeled the Predators. Uh, I don't know the final score, but I saw it was eight to two the last time I checked the score. Uh, but uh, ha, the Bruins as a dog. I know they're not possible knock, but that's got to be the way I lean, given their their awesome five on five numbers and. Uh, 
I mean, I can't say superior goaltending with the way Hussle's played, but uh, still, I, I'll take the Bruins here uh, with a, a very slight lean, given the fact that they can uh, get their power play going and uh, they'll make that five and five play. And I mean, the, the Blues have been winning games, but a lot of them are against bad teams too. So this is a real test for them. So uh, I'll take the Bruins here slightly. I'm uh, I'm basing this pick purely off incentive alone. Uh, if you're the Boston Bruins, who would you rather play in the playoffs, right? Would you rather have Toronto or would you rather have Carolina? That's a tough look either way, but like Boston probably wants Toronto, right? Like, let's face it, this seems out of number all year or for the past decade. So they're playing to win, man. They need to get points in order to make that happen. And I think they got more on the line in this game. St. Louis is pretty much set in stone. Obviously, Winnipeg, or not Winnipeg, Minnesota's creeping up on them as well. But uh, and they're playing for home ice advantage. But I think Boston has more incentive to win this game. So I am going to go with the Bruins here. It scares me, though, man. St. Louis this is going to be a tight game. They're, uh, like Ryan said, they're on a nine-game winning streak. But I don't think they can get to 10. For the sake of Brett Hall's liver... Don't let the don't let this game or team get to a ten game winning streak. This guy's gonna fucking drink himself into the grave by next week. All right, so give me the fucking Bruins on the money line plus one fifteen here. I like Boston on the road. All right, heading down to eight p.m. Here we got the Calgary Flames against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Nashville. Uh, Calgary on the money line sitting at minus one forty. Preds on the money line plus one twenty. Another good game here, boys. The over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus one hundred five. The under minus one fifteen. Ryan, back to you, buddy. What do you see? I got the Flames on a back to back here. They're currently up. I think it's still only three uh, two against the Blackhawks. Need that to get to four or five for the team total there. But it's going back to back for them. They're nine four and one on no days rest. Eight three and zero oh after a win. Assuming they finish it off against Chicago. But Markstrom did start tonight, so it will be Darth Vader tomorrow. But I still do. I do like the like the Flames here only at minus one forty. Even even on the road. Nashville did just get beat up by the Blues, like Joel said, 8-3 final. Uh, in their past seven games, they've beaten the Senators and Sharks and Blackhawks and the loss to the Panthers, Penguins, Oilers, and Blues. Flames are, are definitely toward the, the latter half of those teams there where they're, they're a better team. They've also won uh, six of their past seven with the only loss coming against the motivated Vegas Golden Knights team. So I think the Flames here going on the road at minus 140. I like that a lot. I'm also looking at the Flames team total over three and a half at plus 115. They scored four or more in five of six heading into tonight. Hopefully they'll get one more tonight to make that uh, six of seven. And I like that play a lot. Team total over three and a half at plus 115. Yeah, I'll take the the Flames here as well, even though back to back here, I mean, Obviously, Markson shouldn't be starting this game, but uh, good old Darth Vladar has actually played pretty well this year with the 0.905 state percentage and uh, 2.76 goals against. So uh, he's been okay when called upon. And uh, the Flames, yeah, they're just a great dominant team, whereas the Preds, they've been slipping lately. And, of course, they just got pummeled. You might worry about the uh, maybe like uh, a rebound factor here. I mean, they got to be a little humiliated by that 8-3 loss. So they, they might be up for this game, but uh, you got to take the better team in here. It only minus 140. I don't care. It's a back-to-back. They got the depth. They got the talent. Uh, so, yeah, Calgary here, even with uh, Dan Vladar in net. Yeah, I'm right with you there, guys. Like, I love Nashville. I like Nashville a lot this year. They've uh, they've been struggling a little bit as of late. You guys touched on it, getting pumped 8-2 to by St. Louis. But Calgary's just next level, man. Even on the second night of a back-to-back, minus 140 money line has to be the play here. Uh, to me, this is going to be some Daryl Sutter hockey, man. He's getting this team geared up for playoffs here. Defense first, right? Hard on the puck, defensive first. No uh, silly dilly daddly stuff, uh, which me- leads me to kind of liking the under six minus 115. I can see Calgary, you know, playing a, a smart, simple game here. That's Daryl Sutter hockey. That's a one of a cup in uh, in L.A. Um, we all know UC Saros can do, and Joel touched on it too. Daniel Vladder has been playing pretty well this year as well. So the under six is intriguing at minus 115, but uh, Calgary money line minus 140 has to be the play here. All right, heading on down to the 10 p.m. spot. Uh, speaking of the Kings, we got the Los Angeles Kings against the Anaheim Ducks. Battle of, uh, what's that place? California. Uh, game itself is in Anaheim at the Quack Palace. LA Kings money line sit at minus 160. Ducks money line plus 130. Over under itself is at 5.5. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Jolie, what do you got here, dude? Well, I'm going back to the Kings here. Obviously, they're, uh, they've are they still got the same injury problems, of course. But 
they're still the much better team than the Ducks, and they got all the incentive to win this game. They're in a fight for that playoff uh, picture. But, yeah, the Ducks, they, they've got some momentum as well with John Gibson finally playing well again. Um, so that that's a little concerning, I guess. But the Kings are just the better team right now. And uh, I'm going to back them to win this game. It only minus 160. That's just a... A fine line for me. So the Kings will win this game and keep up the momentum to uh, make their way into the playoffs. Uh, yeah, the Ducks. I mean, they they have some young guys that can go. Yeah, but their their defense is, is brutal, especially after losing Hapless Lindholm. Uh, they're giving up all these chances, and the Kings uh, they're getting better and better in the offensive zone. The the further into the season we go, so as long as they can uh, get some goaltending of their own, and uh, those young guys on the defensive end can. Uh, do their part. I think the Kings will win this comfortably. Yeah, I mean, the, the Ducks are just, just an awful team right now after after the deadline, have some injuries. But they have the young guys. They beat, they beat the Blue Jackets the other night, uh, 6-4. But the Kings just have, have that incentive that, that Talon was talking about. The, they, they need to win to, to make the playoffs. They're only three points up on Vegas, who has a game in hand. They're playing right now. So Vegas is Likely, I, I think they're making the playoffs rather taking the King spot or the Predator spot we just talked about. And yeah, the Ducks, they're just not a good team. The Kings have, have shown much more recently. So you got to go with the Kings at only minus 160, even if it's on the road. It's still a great line for them. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys, man. We've all seen uh, Anaheim struggling. Uh, maybe the second half, last quarter of this year, it's been pretty brutal since trade deadline. Uh, and LA is pushing for it. Like Ryan said, man, like th- these guys are in do or die mode here. So uh, expect them to come out firing. You know what? Technically, it's a road game. It's not like it's very far. It might as well be a home game for this team. Uh, LA, man. I love it. Minus 160. Also, kind of like the over, boys. Like 5.5 isn't a lot of goals. We've seen some firepower from, you know, some of the young guys, Trevor Zegris, all those guys out in uh, Anaheim, too. So they may be able to put in one or two. And LA, uh, they have been injury riddled this year, especially as of late. But I can still see them putting a couple past here. So 5.5 seems pretty low. I do like the over at minus 120. But LA on Moneyline. Also, I don't hate LA in regulation. Not sure what it's paying off. Maybe like minus 110, maybe even plus money. But uh, yeah, LA regulation, LA Moneyline, and the over for me for sure. All right, heading down to 10 p.m. slot here. We have the Ottawa Senators against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. Uh, Ottawa money line sitting at plus 210. Vancouver money line minus 250. Uh, Canucks on the puck line paying off minus 105. The over-under is at 6.5. Both over-under paying off minus 110. Jolie, what do you got here, bud? What's uh, what's the verdict of your Canucks? Uh, we have to, oh, it's hard to tell right now. Both teams playing a back-to-back, right? Canucks about to play the Stars in a bit. The Senators currently losing to the Kraken right now. Uh, but Forsberg is in net for the Senators, and Demko is projected to start. I haven't seen a confirmation yet. But, uh, yeah. So I, I think the plus 210 is some, gives you some value on the Sens, the good old pesky Sens. They should be able to be in this game. I know the Canucks have been on a roll, but uh, I mean they're just going to play these these Dallas Stars, and they're just as desperate as they are to uh, get into the playoffs. So I think that they're going to be battered and bruised by them, and uh, this this could be a little little much to ask with the the pesky Sens coming into town, uh, especially without their captain and Brock Besser just getting back up to speed. So I think the plus two ten is a little little juicy play there for the Sens. Uh, Maybe the under two at, at six and a half seems a little high. I mean, obviously they're expecting both backups to be in, so that's a little worrying. But still, six and a half is a pretty high total for a Sens game, and uh, the Canucks too. They're very hit and miss with their offense, so uh, maybe a little, little underplay there as well. I've been all about the uh, pesky Sens recently, and it's a good line there, plus two ten. But I just have to go with the Canucks. They're they're still kind of pushing for the playoffs, hoping that there's some. Outside chance they make it. They've won five in a row heading into Monday night. They scored four or more in all five all five of those games, including five or more in four of them. So I'm looking at their uh, team total here. Team total over four at even money. They've been able to do that against better teams in Ottawa. And if it is Ottawa's backup, I don't even know who that, who that is now for them. So if it's not Forsberg, it's, it's going to be their backup, a, a worse goalie. So I like Vancouver uh, team total. Over four at even money is my best bet for this one. 
Yeah, I want to take Ottawa so bad here, but I'm kind of with Ryan, man, with like Philip Gustafson probably supposed to get the slate. The guy's got a 3.11-1 record, 3.78 goals against average at a .886 save percentage. Uh, that's a tough look, man, especially with the Canucks on a five-game winning streak and pushing for playoffs. Probably too little, too late for the folks in Vancouver, but hey, all you can do is give yourself a shot, especially at this time of the year. So you'd like to think you can uh, expect this team to come out pumping. The problem is where do you find the money? Puck line... Maybe a little steep, you know, it's, I don't know, like I don't trust the Canucks that much, especially with Joel Sebano, Bo, Bo Horvat. Uh, maybe team total might be the way to go here. Over, under 6.5? Fuck, man, I don't know, like maybe the over, maybe sprinkle a little bit here. The Suns have a shitty goalie in net. I don't know if Yaroslav Halak might get the net here. Uh, if he does for sure, then I'll definitely take the over at 6.5 as well. All right, heading down to the 10.30 p.m. slot here. Finishing us off on the uh, Tuesday today, we had the Columbus Blue Jackets against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Uh, Columbus money line sitting at plus 105. San Jose money line minus 125. The over-under is at 6. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Boys. We got a nerd game. We got fucking James Reimer maybe playing. If that fucking nerd's in net, give me the fucking Columbus Blue Jackets here plus 105 as a road dog. We're going to hear some cannons, baby, because what do nerds hate? They hate getting shot at. Spitballs, paintballs, balls, balls, you name it. (laughs) Fucking Columbus is going to be shooting the cannon even on the road. Fucking how do you kill a shark? You fucking blow it out of the water, baby, with a cannon. Give me Columbus. Fuck sharks. Fuck nerds. Let's go Jackets here. Plus 105. Last time these teams did play was a 6-4 win for uh, for Columbus as well. So I love that. Uh, holy shit, San Jose's on a 10-game losing streak. This team stinks. Yeah, fuck nerds. Fuck sharks. Let's go Jackets, baby. Woo! Yeah, I'm, I'm all about the Jackets here. They, they screwed me a few nights ago in Anaheim. But I think San Jose, they've they've just been been awful recently, like you said. Lost uh, 10 games in a row. So Columbus as underdogs here. You got to go with them. But do, do keep an eye out in Slack because uh, Wierenski is questionable, as is Patrick Laine. I do like probably Laine's shot, shot total if he is playing. I had it last game. It was a late scratch. But, yeah, you, you got to look at the Jackets here, plus 105. Just the Sharks are just a bad team, and Columbus has more talent. Yeah, not only those guys, but Eric Carlson and Alexander Barabanov are also questionable, so we'll have to see if they're... <laughs> fucking Barabanov. <laughs> playing. Hey, it's better than whoever else the Sharks would call up, okay? <laughs> they're a bad team, and, uh, yeah, without Carlson in there, I don't have any faith. So right now, I think I would lean to the Jackets here, but the better play is the over. I mean, we've seen it the last uh, month or so where these non-playoff teams, they're just racking up the goals. They don't give a shit. They just want to score, score, score. They don't care about defense. So I'm going with the over six here at minus 105. Uh I don't think that James Rammer will be able to keep up with all those paintballs he's being shot with. So give me the over six here. Uh, we know the Jackets, of course, too. They 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 don't give a shit about defense. They don't give a shit about goaltending. So that's my best bet for this one. Over six here. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the apps, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, win. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NBA playoffs are set, and PropSwap is where bettors find the best odds and turn the hard wood into hard cash. PropSwap is the only app that allows you to pick your favorite teams and then sell your bets whenever you want. Many PropSwappers make thousands of dollars just by buying and selling championship futures all playoffs long. This allows you to win over and over without your team ever lifting the trophy. 
Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, boys, that wraps up our Tuesday slate. Uh, As always, we're moving to our Wednesday games. There's four games on the docket at the time of recording. We do not have lines uh, in typical NHL fashion, four of those games are all starting at 10 o'clock. Uh, with that being said, we'll kick things off with the first one. We got the Dallas Stars against the Edmonton Oilers at the 8.30 uh, p.m. time slot here. Game itself is in Edmonton. Boys, you almost got to go Oilers here, no? Like, Dallas, obviously they're pushing playoff, you know, positioning and things of that nature. Um, but Oilers, man, fuck Dallas. I don't know what to think of this team, though. I hate this. Every time I bet them something stupid happens and they end up doing the exact opposite. So I don't know. Give me uh give me the Oilers though. Yeah. I love, love the Oilers here. Back to back four nothing shutout wins by Mike Smith against Nashville and Vegas Two two pretty solid teams there, especially Vegas on the, on the up and up and Dallas. They played a night against Vancouver. It's going to have a day off before going to Edmonton, but yeah, you got to lean Edmonton, Edmonton here. They'll probably be the favorites might look to the uh, puck line for, for Edmonton or a team total. Yeah, much better team right now. The Oilers are playing uh, much like they were at the beginning of the season, so uh, I'll take the Oilers here as well. Uh, we'll see what happens here in the Stars game. Maybe uh, Jamie Ben gets his uh, foot broken or something like that. But uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, you never know what can happen. You know, they're playing the Canucks. We'll see. It could be a battle, you know. Uh, but the Oilers here are just the better team right now. I trust them to win this game and uh, cement that number two spot in the Pacific. All right, heading down to the 10 p.m. slot here. We got the Washington Capitals against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Uh, I'm going to keep this nice and sweet and short here. Uh, I There's no way in hell I'm betting for a criminal organization, a mean organization, a rule-breaking organization, an organization that's $20 million above the cap, an organization that's going to miss the playoffs, an organization that fired their GM, that drafted a fantastic team, that fired their coach, uh, who was absolutely incredible, an organization that let go of their greatest goaltender and first ever pick to be on their actual team and free agent signing. So I'm going with the Capitals here. Whatever it takes, money line regulation. Give me the caps. Give me Ovechkin lighting this fucking shitty Vegas team up. Yeah, you know I'm going to go the opposite way, though. I'm all about <laughs> Vegas right now. <laughs> Playing right now, I think they're down uh, one nothing early to the Devils, but they're, they're a second, third period team. They'll come back. At home against uh, Washington, Washington's actually beating Colorado now in Colorado 2-1, but played a lot of high-scoring games, so I, I do like the over here. Probably the best. Washington had 8-4, a 7-3 game, 9-2, 4-2, 6-3, so they're playing a lot of high-scoring games. Vegas can score themselves, so I lean to Vegas at home and the over. Absolutely like the over in this one. Uh, don't usually feel confident about these games. Two days in advance, but this one, absolutely like the over. It'll be six and a half here. Uh, nice there. They lost Robin Leonard again, I believe. And Capitals goaltending is nothing special, even with Vanacek in net, who's been uh, much better than Samsonov. But, yeah, over six and a half here will be my best bet for this one, with the Golden Knights getting their offensive talents back. And uh, the Capitals suddenly turning into this uh, loosey-goosey offensive juggernaut of a team. All right, heading out of the 10 p.m. slot here. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Seattle Kraken. Game itself in Seattle. Joey, what's up with your abs here, bud? Well, we're losing to the fucking Capitals that I just spoke about, so that's not good. But <laughs> doesn't matter. They'll take uh, out their, their pain on the Kraken here. I don't expect anything less than an abs victory in this one. Uh, I don't see how there could be value. Oh, wait. Unless uh, it's old Billy Grubauer in net there, and uh, he wants to get his... His uh, vengeance against the abs. He didn't want to pay him fucking $20 million. So that could be an angle. But other than that, the abs are going to roll here. So uh, 
uh, yeah, unless there's a, a crazy Grubauer revenge game, there's no way the Avs are going to lose this one. It could, could get a Grubauer revenge shutout here, but the Avs, especially if they lose tonight, they'll have want to get back on track. They don't lose back-to-back games very often, even though Seattle is better at home than they're on the road. It's just Colorado is going to be a huge favorite here and probably need to take them on the puck line or the team total. All right, boys, we've heard of the, uh, on this show, we've heard of the dead GM jump or the dead owner bump. What about, what about the new minority owner bump? Ooh. As of today, it's been announced that not only Macklemore, but none other than fucking Marshan Lynch are officially minority owners in the Seattle Kraken here. This team's got to play well for their boys. They got to play well for Marshawn Lynch. They got to play well for Macklemore. Uh, he probably bought the team for dirt cheap at a fucking, uh, what's that place? That's what he wrote that song about. Uh, thrift shop. He probably bought this team for fucking two bucks at a thrift <laughs> shop. And Marshawn Lynch probably fucking, I don't know, picked up a share of when he's walking down the street in Oakland having a barbecue and said, fuck it, I'll own this team in Seattle. You gotta protect anyways. your chickens. Yeah, protect your chickens, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Seattle reverse cowgirl here, boys. Seattle on the reverse cowgirl. Maybe they'll have something to play for. This could be a look past game for Colorado here. Let's face it, Colorado's gonna secure the fucking West. They're gonna secure the division. They got nothing to play for they don't give a fucking seattle game exactly exactly they don't give a shit uh last time these teams did play though it was a 4-3 win for colorado so that would have covered this is a look past game this is a new owner bump you know we're we're pumping at the thrift shore we're fucking running through uh we're running through fucking the entire team as a running back here i like it boys give me seattle on the reverse cowgirl not the reverse puck line the reverse cowgirl Moving down to the 10 p.m. slot here. Last game on the docket. We got the Chicago Blackhawks against the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona in the desert. Ryan, finish this off here, buddy. Bring us home. <laughs> oh, you're throwing this uh, shit game to me. Yeah, it's a complete <laughs> shit game here to close out the slate. At least there's two other, I guess, decent games at 10 o'clock. Washington-Vegas is going to be the best game there with the Kraken maybe going for an upset. But yeah, this is just a, a garbage game. Arizona gave up seven to Vancouver, nine to Calgary, six to <laughs> the Devils, six to Vegas. Five to, they've been up five in a row in five goals in six straight games. Chicago has some talent. Kane, Taves, Brinkat, those guys. So maybe look at Chicago here, but probably just take the over and root for some late goals. I'm not taking the over with the Coyotes. I mean, they're an AHL team. They can't score. And uh, the Blackhawks, in the hand, they can score. So I think the Blackhawks team total here will be the better play. Maybe that uh, cuck line, but it's all about the Blackhawks here. The Coyotes just, uh, they're brutal, and they know it, and they just want to get the best fucking draft pick possible. So they're going to seal up that lowest uh, position in the league. And, uh, yeah, mission accomplished for them because uh, they got nothing else going for them right now. Dude, I have no idea what to bet here. Like These teams are absolutely horrible. Arizona's on a six-game losing streak. Chicago absolutely stinks. Uh, I guess the under, maybe? Like, Joel Tasha, how can you take it over with this Arizona team? They're absolutely horrible. Unless they're to give up, like, 20. But you really see that happening against Chicago. Unless Debrinkat, like, lights the fucking lamp for, like, four. I don't know, man. Like, I don't like saying pass, but maybe a pass. Maybe. Let, let me look here. Let me look here. Fuck it. I found the play, boys. Chicago on the opening faceoff. They're tied for 18th in the league in faceoff percentage. Arizona's 27th in the league. That's your play right there. Chicago Blackhawks to win the opening draw. Other than that, don't put, don't touch this game with a fucking 24-foot pole. That, uh, That's even worse than a pass. It's giving out a faceoff. <laughs> I went with statistics. So where do you want? Like, All right. Well, it's Johnny Taves versus the Coyotes centers, whoever they are. Johnny Taves versus Vajmilk. Who you got? One for one in a shootout. In a shootout, you penalty shot. Jonathan Taves going down on Vajmilk. What's going to happen? Vajmilk. You got Vajmilk. <laughs> Love it. All right. Maybe, fuck it. I'm on the Coyotes. Let's go, Vajmilk. All right. Boys, that I just reamed you out for that fucking pick against the Canucks, and here you are. T- you taking them in regulation again? Yeah, I'll yeah. take them in regulation. Let's go. Lock it down, boys. Have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right speaking of locks so we've down to everyone locks dogs and totals here joey read off where we all stand here bud well you guys definitely made up some ground so talent here all the way up to minus 18 units ryan kicked off some of your debt down to minus 31.12 and i am uh plus 7.79 so uh yeah pretty much for where we were i mean uh relatively speaking but you guys did make up some ground so hopefully we keep it going i mean 
jokes aside, we were actually very successful as a podcast together. So that that's what's important, right? Team game and all. That's that's exactly it. I like yes. the way your mind thinks, buddy. In the end, we are a team here. Team Hockey Gambling Podcast. Uh, I'll kick things off here, boys. For my lock, we're going with the Minnesota Wild Cuck line versus Montreal, minus 105. Uh, fuck Montreal is absolutely horrible. Joel touched on it earlier. The Martin St. Louis bump, new coach bump they have is starting to trickle off a little bit. I like Minnesota here, man. I think they go into Montreal and just beat the fucking wheels off this team. I will take it minus 105 on the puck line. Uh, for my dog, Boston Bruins money line versus St. Louis plus 115. This is going to be a tough game, man. Arguably one of the best games on the docket here. Uh, I like the Bruins, though. Obviously, St. Louis is on a nine-game winning streak looking to make it 10. But for the sake of Brett Hall's heart, I don't see it happening. Give me the Bruins here. They're trying to get some good uh, positioning for the playoffs here so they don't get stuck playing against Carolina. Uh, moving down to my total. Boys, we're going with the battle in Russia. And maybe that isn't what I should have said in these <laughs> times now that I think about it. But we're going with two Russian stud goalies. We got Ilya Sorokin and Bobrovsky in net. Uh, Florida, New York Islanders. Give me the under 6.5 plus 100. Please don't cancel me, but we're going with the Battle of Russia here on the under 6.5 plus 100. Yeah, for me, I'm not quite going uh, too fiendish on the dogs here. My lock is the Blues minus 135 against the Bruins, which is just tough here because it is talent's dog. Always tough to go against. But you got you got Swayman starting against Huso. It's been, been, a better, been a better goalie. St. Louis won nine in a row. Boston's lost four, four of six. So I just think St. Louis at home at minus 135 is a great price there. Uh, my dog, the Flames, team total over three and a half plus 115. They've had four more goals now in six of seven after I'd like to thank Derek King for pulling the goalie down by two to get Calgary to five goals on Monday night. And you got uh you got Nashville who's not playing well, not playing well against good teams recently. So taking Calgary team total over three and a half at plus one fifteen as my dog. My total going with the Canucks team total over four at even money plus one hundred. If it's Gustafson for the Sens, he hasn't started in a month. He gave up five in Montreal in that start. Gave up four to Arizona in the start before that. Vancouver scored five or more in four of the last five and scored four in that fifth game. So I go with Vancouver team total over four at plus 100. Uh, for myself, I'm going with the Kings. Minus 160 against the Ducks. A uh, bit of a rivalry game here, so it's a little concerning. Maybe that evens things out, but I'm trusting in the Kings to... Solidify their playoff positioning here. Uh, just the better team, and the Ducks have been uh, brutal as a team altogether. Even if Johnny Gibson has been uh, playing better of late, my dog. I switched things up here a little bit. I'm going with the Philadelphia Flyers team total over two and a half, plus 140. Hoping that Jack Campbell isn't uh, back to his early season form and uh, is still the crappy goalie he was before he got injured. And my total will be the Blue Jackets and the Sharks over six at minus 105. Just trusting that both teams not to give a shit about defense here and just put up a fun game for the fans. It's all about the fans here. So uh, give us seven goals, please. Joel, trivia question. Can you name three Flyers forwards? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I might be able to do it. I think I got it. All right. James Van Riemsdyk. Yeah. It's your boy. Uh, that's my boy. I got his jersey. Um, what's that Hayes guy? Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes. Uh, Morgan Frost. Is he right. playing? He he is. Yes, he's trying the, to. There is you Farabee go. Farabee injured. Uh, Farabee's in the lineup. Yeah, he's All good. Right. Was wasn't that chick thirsting on him with the sign in the crowd? Oh yeah, you saw that. I did. I saw you post that. I, I did. Yes, correct. And look at that. There you go. Big you dick got, there. You, you, you guys both <laughs> forget uh, Travis Konechny. Come on. Yeah, I mean, pretty forgettable. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) All right, boys. Any consensus plays here? What do we got? After last show, we got fucking roasted for our consensus plays. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) The fans do not like it, so uh, forget it. I think we're all on the Flames, (laughs) I believe. We're all on the Jackets in in that nerd game. Um, Like the Panthers, Panthers, Islanders under. Yeah. Over in the Leafs. Over in the Leafs game. Uh, Rangers under. Rangers under. Yep. Anybody on St. Louis? You like St. Louis, didn't you? Yeah, but you guys liked Boston. I like Boston, all yeah. Wild, all over the wild, right? Yeah, 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 Minnesota. All right, we got a couple plays. If you are if you don't like them, then fuck you, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no tracking them either. <laughs> Just bet, bet them and uh, forget them. 
<laughs> all right everybody go check out the sports gary podcast network website uh that's the place to be here we talked about it earlier golf mma nascar uh usfl fuck i forgot to say that earlier awesome awesome weekend for usfl that was a blast it was a game tonight too uh shout out to all the boys doing a lot of work covering that they've been fucking fantastic giving you all the intel that you need for uh for a league that literally just started these guys did their homework um yeah man everything go to the sports gambling podcast network website they're firing off nba playoffs hockey playoffs gonna be around too so make sure you're tuning in to us uh and of course shout out to all of our friends and pals in the slack group slack groups popping off people being mean people being nice people pumping our tires people telling us we suck that's okay too uh love it man lots of new faces lots of familiar faces lots of good content everybody's having a blast and you know what? You follow some of the picks. People are throwing in like shot pips, proc pips, all that stuff, man. There's a lot of money being made here. So uh, that place has become something special, dude. So if you're not in the Slack group, get your ass in the Slack group. It costs you absolutely nothing but a good time. Nothing but a good time. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Get in the Slack group. Yeah. If you're still listening to us after that uh, singing there by Talon, you definitely <laughs> want to join the Slack group. You can go to sg.pn slash Slack for that. And uh, if you're listening to us now on the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed, we appreciate you. Thanks for uh, subscribing. If you're on the Sports Gambling uh, Podcast Network feed or, or whatever else you found us on, subscribe to the damn Hockey Gambling Podcast. Whichever, whichever platform you're on, just search for us. Give us a subscribe. Uh, give us a five-star rating and review, just like Wintermute44 did. Great show. Five stars. Love the banter between everyone and the breakdown of lines. Fade or follow. Either way, it is an entertaining way to get the lines, upcoming games, and an idea of where to lean. All right. All right. Boys, I'm fucking two inches taller here and fucking two <laughs> inches bigger in the sack. That's a good <laughs> pump up here, no? Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> Keep All it coming. Right. <laughs> All right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find me recommending people to uh, take care of your chicken because one day you too might own uh, part of a hockey team. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where the fuck's he going? But it makes sense. Peace. Peace.